0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're at Ben Davison's gym. Unopened gym. Unopened gym. Not open to the public. How are you, mate? Good, thanks you. Very well, thank you. Just uh, doing a little photo shoot earlier on, was not you? Was I? No, you was. I was. Yeah. You was. You was. You was. Um, how's things in general? Everything all right? All good, you. Yeah, wonderful, thanks. Um, yeah, let's, I know you've had a little recap with was it Umar that passed you in the early hours of the morning?
0: I yeah. get okay, about three or four that are like right and I always think oh, poor Omar better do it for him um, Well we can have a little recap um, Now
1: it's been two or three days obviously since Saturday uh, yeah has your views changed on whatever you said on Saturday?
0: No not really I thought it was a, a solid performance you can see that he's developing and improving and it, I just think with time and repetition and more training camps behind him the more comfortable we'll get with being more versatile Um and the adjustments he's making into his style. Um, like I said, I was impressed with Pulev and the toughness and the will and the, d- the desire that he brought to the fight. Um, so,
1: yeah. Some people are a little bit critical, as they always are in anything you do in life, but the opinion of he should have had him out there
0: in that third
1: round, what do you make of that?
0: Um... Well, I think he did try to get him out there in the third round, didn't he? But he didn't. But um, it's not critical, is it? I think that he will probably look back at that fourth round himself and think maybe I could have gone about that in a different way. Because I do think he then gave momentum to Pulev, um, which then you know caused some moments in the fight that he could have probably eradicated. Um And he just could, mate, whatever reason it was, that's the problem is we don't know the reason why he sort of took his foot off the gas. Was it because he thought, right, 12 rounds here, I've tried to get him out, I need to take a round off here? But there's smarter ways that you can take a round off and, and control a fight without having to constantly let big shots go, which obviously can empty your gas tank. So, but like I said, you'll learn from that. It's experience, isn't it? And, um, but I'm sure that he will look back on that and think actually maybe I should have gone about that fourth round differently mm. Flashbacks of uh, Madison Square Garden possibly Yeah exactly you know um, exactly but then I thought to myself well he's actually been in both situations because with the Klitschko fight people were widening Klitsch, you know Klitschko should have put his foot on the gas so I just think it was too extreme with Ruiz it was there's no caring a world for what's coming back I'm taking you out Whereas, um, what was the other moment that was just in my head? Sorry, then the Pulev fourth round was a little bit too much, giving away too much momentum, in my opinion. That's all it is at the end of the day, is opinions, isn't it?
1: I can't, for the life of me, understand why he would get any criticism over that performance whatsoever. Um, You're right, he tried to get him out there. Pulev is as tough as they come to be honest you can see why Pulev doesn't get beat let alone stopped or in that kind of situation but I can't understand why people would be at all critical of a show rule knockout let's have it right there was he was laid on the floor it was uh, one of his best knockouts he's had and see Joshua I can't understand why you know if it had gone to points Mm -hmm. maybe you'd get more criticism over that because he didn't finish the job but
0: he got the job done even if it went to points you know, people criticise him. Oh, he can't box 12 rounds, and then if you went 12 ra- It depends what type of criticism it is, doesn't it? If it's constructive criticism, where he can improve from people that may help him improve, or if it's just criticism for the sake of criticism and nonsense that gets spread about. And- Which is a,
1: a lot of the time, that's what it is, isn't it? If you yeah. have an, an agenda against someone or you don't like someone, then. Your view or
0: how you perceive a performance could be very contrasting. Yeah, okay, but how many people, let's just say, for example, just a rough figure do you think may have tuned in on Saturday? Just a rough figure, it doesn't matter. I'd say they did probably around 700,000. Okay, so 700,000 people plus more have probably got opinions on what happened. Do you think he cares about those 700,000 people's opinions? There'll be some that he thinks, oh, I'll be interested in what he has to say, what he has to say, because he's that type of person by the looks of it where he wants to get as much information and try and learn, which is a positive, but I don't think he probably takes into... So I think he's open to constructive criticism, but he's probably not bothered about John on Twitter's... um, Nice fella sometimes, John. Sometimes, but most of the time it's probably a
1: nasty tweet. I don't think he's too bothered about it. (laughs) Uh, what did you make of his, uh, his demeanour after the fight in the, in the post-fight interview with Sky Sports? His body language, his, his reaction to being asked the inevitable question about Tyson Fury, what did you make of all that?
0: I um, don't know, I mean, I think he could have come out and said a bit more blatant, Tyson Fury's next, that's it, I'm not interested, and explained what his opinion on the situation with the Usyk situation And the WBO situation could have been. I would have expected that, if I'm being honest. Um, But you don't know his mindset. I mean, he might have just got out of the ring, his victory, and thinking, well, this is my sort of moment. I don't know. But I would have expected that, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh,
1: But when you really break it down, there's a lot of uh, boxes that need to be ticked before this fight is anywhere near an announcement stage the WBO situation has to be clarified Deontay Wilder's situation has to be clarified Uh, the venue what country it's going to take place there are a lot of things obstacles in the way before an announcement can take place so is he thinking to himself it may not be my next fight like do I have to be that vocal about it right now intent
0: what is your intent what do you want? What can happen, and what you want to happen? That's what people. What can happen? We know that people's waiting to see, but the intent, you know, should have been clearer. I think. I know he's speaking about he wants all the belts, whatever. But does it? Is he saying, okay, I'm not willing to vacate the WBO? I don't know. And if we carry on talking about this, then I'm going to put words in people's mouths. So I don't know. Well, we can have Christmas off and pick this back up, not just with you, but just in
1: general. I think once a lot of them situations are clarified, i.e., WBO, Usyk, Wilder, then.
0: But what are we going to do over Christmas Eve? Everyone having a bevy. Do you know what I mean? We've got to talk about it somehow, haven't we? Let me talk about <laughs>
1: Lee McGregor, mate. <laughs> yes. Big
0: fight will. coming up. That's yeah. what we'll be doing. January 22nd. That's right. That's right. Talk. Let's talk. Uh. Listen. 10 fights. To become Commonwealth, British, and European champion at his age. Talk about prospects, that's a prospect. And you, it's hard not to call him a prospect even though he's a champion. So, um, you know, full respect to him because he ain't beaten around the bush. He's taking fights, and Karim Goff is an experienced guy who's given, even even in his losses, he's given people tough times. So, it's no easy fight at all, but fully backing Lee to do the job.
1: Live on IFL TV, obviously, and ESPN. Should, probably should have said ESPN first, but it's IFL TV, so we're going to put that first. Right. Wh- why do so many fighters skip the middle level? Why do they do that? What do you consider middle level? Well, I, c- I consider that bridge between British. And world level, the like European and the yeah, fr- the European fringe yeah. level. Why do they skip that
0: sometimes? Yeah, uh, maybe because with the European title, you know, there's other sort of titles that you can sort of win along the way domestically with the English, the area titles. It's not
1: about the titles, is it? It's about who you're fighting
0: yeah, and you the experience. Oh, so sorry, mate. If you- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mate. So um, with the European title and that, you know. Th- th- this sort of... The tip, typical textbook, old-fashioned way is obviously European, etc., etc. But I think to get those fights that are fringe world level, it takes investment. Um, and not everybody has that luxury and not everybody, not every promoter will want to invest that type of money behind certain fights. And if they get into a position where they're getting spoke about in a big fight, all of a sudden it's a case of, do I risk it when I've got that potential big fight there? Or do I sit in my comfort zone and wait for the right moment? So... Myself all the time. Boxing is a business, and it is a business, you know. The um, it's got to make financial sense as well. But uh, you know, so if you're a fighter that's got people behind you that are willing to make those investments, then you're you're in a lucky position.
1: So you could be saying a fighter's got, say, say got twelve fights under the belt, whoever, okay, and they're relatively experienced at British level, right? Haven't gone past that. They suddenly get an opportunity. Life-changing money, exposure on TV, a chance to get their name out there. So they're sitting in a position where they think to themselves, "Do I take this fight because there's an opportunity here right now that may not come again, or do I kind of still learn my craft, do that middle level we're talking about,
0: and hopefully another shot will come?" Exactly, and it becomes a, it becomes a, a a tough a tough. Um a tough decision because, for example, the Anthony Yard situation with uh, with Kovalev. You know, he's he took the risk to box Kovalev, would have got well paid for it, I'd imagine. Um, but although he got beat, still okay, we saw that there's definitely potential for world level there. Um, so we knew that he could come come and have another go because people would have that. There was that element of okay, probably need a little bit more experience, a little bit more. Um, Fringe world level fights and and a little bit more, a few more steps on the ladder before he actually got to to that height. Um, so that's just an example. Um, but and then of course, when you when we're talking about boxing, it's always as if well, if you go that way, and then that's how you get there. Yeah, but there is a chance that you make all those investments, take all those steps, and exactly, and you don't get there, or you don't get the fight, or you get beat. So. You know, it's 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 risk versus reward, and like I say, as a business, so it's got to make sense. And I think if you, like I said before, if you're a fighter that's got someone that's willing to put investment into you and back you, then you're 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 in a lucky position.
1: What's the latest with your unified champion Josh Taylor
0: at the moment? Just waiting for a confirmed date. I think all the situation that's happening with. Covid, obviously, you know, it's difficult. Josh draws in a big crowd, so I'm sure they'd like for that to be able to to play a part in the fight, if possible, and 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 for the uh, for the fans to be there. Um, so, I suppose they're just trying to work out if, when, and get an idea of if that'll be be uh, capable and if that can happen. How
1: many professionals in total do you train currently?
0: I don't know, about five or something
1: like that. Five? Interesting. Would you uh, work with another heavyweight again?
0: Yeah, I would, yeah.
1: I well, haven't got one, like I'm going to put to you. I, I'm th- just, I didn't mean no. if
0: you have one. I thought no. you meant you. I was thinking, right. Do you think,
1: think you could get me to like area title level?
0: I don't know. I've not seen you shape up properly, so I couldn't tell. Hold my mic. <laughs> 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 Hold my mic. Um...
1: I just wondered. I just wanted to. It'd be interesting to see kind of how you worked with another heavyweight. Whether you took like a raw one mm-hmm. and built him from scratch, or you worked with one that's kind of a that's few the, fights
0: in. That's the exciting thing with, the, with some of the fighters I've got now, and I do enjoy that just as much. If if I'm being completely honest, just as much, if not more, than working with you know the the top top level fighters, because you see the you see them growing along the way. So the likes of Lee, the likes of Shabazz. I do really... You know, it excites me working with them. I really do
1: enjoy it. Did you know the other day when I put, like, a random tweet out that had nothing to do with anything about you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, can I just tell people, yeah, what the crack here was with this Right. So, basically, just so you know, yeah, I was very, very drunk, yeah? Was you? Yeah, very drunk. Oh,
0: so now you're taking it back. Oh, you're no. taking it back now? Oh, I'm taking oh, yeah. it
1: back. What I'm saying is, there's an old saying, um, a drunk person speaks a sober man's mind. Remember that one? Yeah. Right? So... Okay, so this was my response when I put that tweet out from Ben Davison, right? And this might give you. Can you come back into shop, please? Sense, uh, Hold on. This might tell you the type of person Ben Davison is. Okay, so I put that tweet <laughs> out, yeah. Okay. Right, really now. So Ben Davison sends me the tweet back, and I put, "Well, I'll just I think I speak the truth." You put. Is it wrong of me to be insulted by the words will be? So I put, this has nothing to do with anything, but Ben Davidson will be one of the best trainers in the world, given time and experience. You said, is it wrong of me to be insulted by the words will be? Mm. That was it.
0: Yeah. There's a compliment in there somewhere. Yeah, but you understand where I'm coming from as well. Do you disagree? Not disagree. Do you disagree with my opinion? Do you think I think that, like you said to me, if you went on another text, you went that's the mindset. Yeah. Which, which is good. Which mindset, is good. Yeah.
1: Just don't learn to run before you can walk.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, I blagged my way to here, in I so I'll just keep blagging. We're all listen. There's a few blaggers in here. I can see one over there and all. <laughs> Yeah, you, Lee oh, well, That was a bit harsh, wasn't it? It's a bit harsh, that, wasn't it? Fuck's sake.
1: Sorry, Lee Eaton Very hardworking promoter Best in the game no, Will we'll be mean. Will be One of the best promoters in the game That's fair Would you be insulted by that If I said no, that? I'll, I'll
0: take that as a compliment Right See, that's the difference
1: <laughs> 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 If you couldn't hear that He said, I'll take that as a compliment Lee Eaton Ben Davidson Thank you very much For your time this afternoon It's uh, been an absolute pleasure To spend some
0: time with you and it's been uh, a pleasure to have you down here, to be honest, mate. So no, thank you. I can't wait to come till it's thank all like done. Would you mind if I put a picture on the wall to say that like Coogan Cassie has been here? I'll, I'll graffiti it, sign it, if you want. Perfect. You should have a signing wall in here. I would. The gym's not done. This area isn't actually the gym. The gym's actually going to be through there, but it's under construction.
1: OK, Ben Davidson, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV and we'll definitely catch up with you in the not-so-near future.